Good evening, and welcome to the Night Owl, and happy Friday the 13th. If this is your usual spot to come hang, well, make yourself comfortable. You know where to pull up. And if you're new here, well, this is the other side of the Bear Brain Podcast, where the things that keep you up at night, the things that keep you thinking, well, they just kind of free roam here. (laughs) But I'll remind you, content may contain adult language and scenarios that may not be suitable for all audience members, so... Listener's discretion is advised. Superstition is a big thing, especially on a day like today. Don't walk under any ladders. Don't cross any black cats. Definitely don't break any mirrors. But what about when a whole town is prisoner to a legend, a living legend, that they just can't seem to escape? So lock your doors. Check your windows. And get comfortable. Because you won't be sleeping tonight. I give you the middleman. Snap, 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 comes the man when the wind blows. Tap, 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 are the fingers on the window. Help, 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 were the screams of someone you know. Well, 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 is it you or do they go? Run, 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 turn the lights out and hide. Just hope and pray that you make it through the night. I learned that growing up. Some people were raised on nursery rhymes. Well, this was a survival My town was popular for disappearances, and let's just say we didn't have the best luck when it came to finding them. My friends and I never left this town. Our parents didn't either, Uh, by choice, at least. It was a tight-knit group, and we were taught to look out for each other no matter what. My folks don't like to talk about it, but they've had some friends go missing on Friday the 13th growing up. I had young parents, so I vaguely remember the nights they came home from wherever and my grandparents were watching my siblings and I. But there was one night, one night they came home. I mean, I didn't know what was happening. They just told my siblings and I we were playing a game and had to go hide and be very quiet until they said to come out. We hurried upstairs and I was a little older, so I remember a little bit more. All the adults looked worried, even my grandparents, and nothing scared my grandpa. But this night, it felt different. I overheard them saying Auntie and Uncle Simon didn't make it through the tunnel. 
um, they lived down the street from us at the time. They were our neighbors, but they were our aunt and uncle. <laughs> Their son, Richie, was raised by his aunt and uncle since they never came home that night. They found Uncle Simon's varsity jacket, and that was about it. Our town was connected to the outer banks of town. Um, there was a tunnel that led to the town center. And let's just say not everyone makes it back. And while I don't know the full story, something bad definitely happened that night. There was a town center that everyone hung out at on weekends. And there was a movie theater, ice cream parlor, town pub, and a bowling alley. And that's where everybody came to congregate. On Friday the 13th, if you were going out, well, you had to be home before midnight. The man in the middle is what they called him simply because he was never anywhere to be found, but he always seemed to be everywhere. And something always happened right before the 14th. They saw him that night. Um, my parents almost didn't make it home. We weren't allowed to bring it up, but it was literally like telling a kid to not push the button. And growing up, we talked about it in secret, my friends and I, but every Friday the 13th, if we were going out, we had better been home. My folks, they were just out of college at that time. Uh, so were Uncle and Aunt Simon. And from what I understood or overheard that night, the movie that they went to go see had just let out. And my mom and dad wanted to get home as soon as possible. But... The Simons wanted to go to the ice cream parlor for shakes. For some reason that night it took them longer to get seated, which meant the later they'd get home. Just our luck, my dad said. After everything was done, it was late, and they were walking home. My parents were apparently walking much faster because they were scared shitless, but aunt and uncle just didn't know how to leave when they were supposed to. My dad yelled for them, hey, keep up. And he heard them giggling and carrying on behind them until he didn't. The footsteps had stopped and so did the laughing. When he turned around, he didn't see them because there was someone standing there blocking his view standing in the middle of my dad and my mom and my aunt and uncle. I heard my dad say the guy had to be about seven feet, over 200 pounds, in all black. He said everything just went black and all he remembered hearing were my aunt and uncle yelling, telling them to make it to the tunnel. Richie, uh, their son, didn't hang out with us because he grew up being told that my folks left his folks to get taken. I didn't blame him. I'd probably feel the same if it were my parents. That night while we were hiding, I, I heard something else. After my parents told us to hide, they all hurried up the stairs to hide with us. It was pitch black. The wind was blowing, and my mom said, never answer any knock. 
when I heard the taps on the window. I knew not to answer. I knew to be still and be quiet. My siblings, they fell asleep so they didn't care, but I remember resting on my dad's chest and his heart beating so damn hard. My grandparents, they held on to my siblings and I heard the taps again. Then I heard a doorknob turn on the front door, but it was locked. Snap, snap, snap comes the man when the wind blows. Fast forward, my friends, they were pressed about going to the movies tonight. And I could use a night out, so I obliged. I want you home right after the movie, my dad said. Uh, we were going to go to the parlor after. Not tonight. Then I realized what today was. My friends and I, we forgot. I mean, at this point, it just seemed like an urban legend versus anything real because nothing ever happened to us. But as I tell you this story, I can say, um, well, we got to the theater. Everything seemed to be going smoothly, but the projector kept messing up. There was just the six of us in this empty theater. And at one point, the theater went pitch black. But I could have sworn I saw someone moving in front of the exit sign, standing there watching us. After about what felt like an hour, the usher came in. And he told us they couldn't get the projector working. Just our luck. I texted my folks to tell them what happened and that we were just going to go get food. It was empty tonight, and we got our food pretty quickly, and everything was going swimmingly. <laughs> And then I noticed a few missed calls. Um, we all did. 911, my dad texted me. Um, I called back. Said, hey, we're, we're finishing up. We'll be home. Um, he asked, is, is Richie with you by any chance? He cut me off and he sounded panicked. Um, no, I haven't seen him. Uh, he said, I need you all home now. Your mom and I will be home soon. We paid and we decided to head home. My bro and sis were curious to what happened, and I just told them we had to get home. And my buddies, they were kind of worried too. Something happened to Richie, one of them said. We'd invite him out sometimes, but he always declined. And again, I don't blame him. But knowing that something happened has me worried. We were getting to the end of the tunnel, connecting us back home. When it felt like someone had been following us the entire time. We weren't wrong either. He's just standing there at the far end of the tunnel watching us. We ran and I told my siblings to just keep running and not to look back. I could have sworn I heard Richie yell for help from the tunnels, but I don't know. I couldn't be sure. I was so fucking scared. My friends, they made it home and we had a little to go, but I told them to just keep running and don't stop. When we finally got in, I told him to go upstairs. I closed the door and I turned out the lights and we hid. I heard the taps. I heard the knocks. 
I heard the door open downstairs. I heard someone walking around downstairs. Then I heard someone coming up the stairs. Thank God. <laughs> My parents are home. Then I got a text. It was my dad. Said they'd be home soon. And then I heard the doorknob turn. So there you have it. Stay tuned for another episode next week to keep you up at night and in the meantime if you like what you're listening to on this podcast and you want to help the podcast and you want to tell people what you like about the podcast leave a review leave a comment um or become a patreon supporter or apple subscriber subscribers get ad-free content bonus episodes and some merch so go ahead and sign up the link is in the bio description of this episode take care of yourselves care of each other and sleep tight.